Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sean and Joe, another episode, ready to go. They're gonna talk about the good and the trash and anything in between. Cherishing make-believe, get ready for Halloween, it's the horror show. I know you miss those guys, tune in and find out what's on their list tonight. They butcher and dissect, take apart and mutilate, listen to your two favorite brainiacs communicate. It's the horror show. Hello everybody and welcome to the Horror Show, a show dissects, mutilates, dismembers, and butchers all of your favorite and not-so-favorite horror movies and other horror-related events. I'm Sean. I'm Joe. Hello, Joe. What's going on, man? Nothing. We were just talking. We've both been drinking since about midday. <laughs> so, indeed, indeed. Welcome to the jungle, baby. Hey, live show this Saturday, uh, the 25th. Of Holy September, shit. yes, this week, yes, it is. Oh, so we don't do an episode on Sunday. We do not do an episode on Sunday. That's correct. Interesting. Yeah. yeah so get a little loose. Uh, you know, yeah. enjoy yourself. Enjoy your Sunday off. It's nice to have a Sunday off. I, I sometimes I get nervous, but obviously no one has said anything to us except kind things. And <laughs> I, I gotta, I gotta give you credit, man. Um, if this was our first run, there's no way that would that would happen because i because i remember there was times there'd be times where like we're absolutely not recording on sunday and then like 15 minutes before like our normal episode would, would record like, i'm just gonna do the solo one like, i gotta put something out there i'm, I'm proud of you man you, you let go thank you i am I, I am and i also want to thank reagan our uh manager for for heading up the social media stuff because that is a big thing too, and um, I've realized that letting that go has has helped has helped my mental my mental health significantly. significantly. <laughs> Man, it's just like good, good. you know, like if I was probably like I'm not I'm not dismissing what she does, but like if I like if you add that on to the 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 you know the three hours we record, and then you got to worry about that all week on top of our jobs and kids and shit yeah and like you do all the editing and all that shit too. it's just like it just gets to a point where you're like fuck and like and i probably could if i wasn't if i didn't get spoiled and also shout out to um at oh fuck i, I don't want to fuck up his name hang on one second because he was our original dude and like he he put us on track to like do this um collector yes at collector on instagram he's awesome super new super nice guy yeah, great guy yeah. um 
super kind, super positive. And he, he did a lot of this to kick us off and like helped us a lot. And I was like, man, that's fucking, that's fucking dope. And then that kind of escalated what, what Reagan ended up taking over. Like he would just send me the videos and I would post them, but now Reagan's like controlling the whole thing. So, um, yes. Thank you, Reagan. Yeah. Big thanks, man. Like it definitely helps, uh, the, the train keep going. It helps, it helps, you know, keep our heads clear and all that. Speaking of that, um, oh, wait, live show. <laughs> I Tickets are at IHateHorror.com. Click the live show link there. Yeah, it, we should probably say what it is, too. Um, we're doing I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. That's correct. And, and I feel bad because there's actually been, like, more than one person who's messaged me, like, recently, too. And I, I think you got the same messages being like, hey, did you guys already do an episode on ticks? Uh, yes. Again, it's only for our live show that we're doing. I, I still know what you did last summer. So, right, and these, it's a special event. Yeah, and and the the watch alongs. As much as I'd love to put them out as episodes, uh, they don't translate, and, and that's okay. They're just a different. F- yeah, thing. there is one. Did we even talk about the movie? I remember one. We I don't even think we talked about the movie. No, I don't even remember what movie it was. <laughs> it's just, it's yelling over each other and bringing people on <laughs> yeah so uh the new the new watch along format's pretty dope and it's just it, but it doesn't yes. translate to audio because it's 90 percent a movie so um yeah yeah there you go um i also wanted to shout out katie mills for the super nice email she sent us what a yeah. champ, man. She's she's the best. Um, so I want to shout her out. Um, I wanted to shout out a couple other people, too, that were just... Uh, uh, I have a shout out for uh, for Jade. JB. That's who, where I was going with Yes. Uh, her, her and her friend Jess drove three and a half hours to come to Connecticut Horror Fest just to meet us. Uh, that's not hyperbole or, or anything. Uh, when she got there, I remember we were talking with... An, I was talking with another co- podcast... And they're like talking to them to Jade. They're like, oh, what'd you what'd you make the trek for? Because they said they came from upstate New York. And they're like, was it Matthew Lillard and Ski Ulrich? <laughs> and she was immediately like, no, I already talked to them. Like, I just wanted to come because the horror shows from here, and they said they'd be here. And they're like, the other podcast was like, holy fuck, like, dude, it, it is crazy. And I actually I didn't tell you this because I was going to tell you it on the show. Um, it's crazy the amount of people that are listening to us now in this state today, just today, two separate people in two separate locations around here. I was wearing the horror show shirt because like, I don't think people, (laughs) I mean, I know how many listeners we have, but like, I don't think that they're all from like in my neighborhood, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like my neck of the woods and two people were like, Hey, I love the horror show. And I was like, oh, yeah, me too. <laughs> Instead of being like, because like I'm masked up. So, like, I, I mean, not that I know, they probably don't know what I look like, but it is fucking weird that they're like talking to me. And James was like, do they know that that's you? And I was like, I, I don't think so. Like, <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, it's fucking weird. And, but there must be something in the back of their head that's like, Although I don't know, I don't know if people like I don't know if we're like famously from Connecticut. I, I think some people don't know where we're from, um, so I don't know. I don't know if they know. I, I don't know. But two people today: one at Spirit Halloween, and uh, one at a Target. It was fucking bizarre. Oh shit! Yeah, it was fucking what weird. What, what town? Um, North Haven and uh, the Southington Target. Interesting. Yeah. 
So it was fucking weird, man. It was really Dude, wearing wearing your own shirt is such a power move, and I literally do it. Like I, I will wear that shirt multiple times a week. Well, first of all, it's <laughs> establish a, my dominance. It's a cool, <laughs> shirt. it's a cool fucking shirt. But second, you don't. Th- it's not like people around here are gonna be like, oh, he's wearing his own shirt. Like, no, no, most people don't know what the fucking show is. <laughs> but so it is super weird when somebody like now I'm now I'm like oh, I'm like I'm not trying to wear it to like have people say things. to me. <laughs> You know what I mean? So it was fucking oh, weird. It was fucking weird. The guy at Spirit, I'll think you are. The guy at Spirit Halloween was like, oh my God, I love the horror show. And I was like, yeah, totally. Oh shit. I should have been like, uh, they fucking suck. <laughs> More like horror blow. <laughs> shout out, shout out, Devin. Oh shit. All right. So, um, Promotions out of the way. We got a new shirt coming in October, so stay tuned for that. I hate horror. I can't wait for that new shirt. Yeah, it's a good shirt. Um, so there's been a change of plans, but I'll 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 fill you in later. Oh, but it's a fucking shit. <laughs> the Damato. I'm sure it's still great. The Damato ones. The Damato Maddie one is coming. Um, artist had some uh, other things that she had to deal with, and I appreciate her. Love her. Ill Trace. She's the best. Um. But she's 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 handling some other shit. So I, I pulled in our old friend Sour Eyes, who did the uh, the live laugh skate shirt to to do us do us a part two, give us a part two. Excellent. So yeah, I think it's gonna be dope. So um, I'm excited. So that we'll get that going soon. Um, hey, remember when we talked about remaking Black Roses? I, are they remaking Black Roses? No, but Jennifer's body oh. is basically the same fucking thing. <laughs> what? It is. That's a stretch, man. There's a band. They, they turn people. <laughs> it's a fucking stretch, man. I don't know. I don't know. Um, Jennifer's body. We're talking about Jennifer's body today. It's uh, 2009. 2009. Have you seen it before? never never once did i even consider seeing it and that is something that we need to discuss what about you okay no this is my first time okay did you did you read into the history of this it's kind of crazy um i'm gonna say no i i read like some facts on it uh but just like i need to be facts I went into this massive hole about this movie because it was Diablo Cody's coming off of Juno. Right. But she was like, I'm the biggest horror movie fan. All I wanted to do was make a horror movie. So she makes this. And for whatever reason, well, not for whatever reason, it's because of Juno. They, she's like, this was the only movie anyone gave me creative control, like, like more than ever. She's like, and after this, they definitely took it away. <laughs> um, that's exactly what she said in an interview. It was great. Actually, if you look up her interview, she did like a reunion interview with Megan Fox for ET Entertainment Tonight. Is that what ET stands for? Entertainment Tonight? Yeah. For it sure. does, yes. Um, it, it's a fucking, it's actually like a brutal kind of a sad fucking reunion. It's not like a, a good one. And they both love the movie now. Um, but like kind of like they were both like just shit on so badly for this movie. Um, do, you, do you think that's justified? Not at all. Not at all. dude. When Jennifer's body came out, I, I think I said this on the show before 
um because this has been like really requested to us and i used to like hand write paul used to get so pissed because normally when people would like write anticipated <laughs> movies, it'd be like five, and I would I would write like fifty of them. And Paul would be like, "You're just listing every movie." That's <laughs> every movie. Just like, All right, relax. But uh, but like in 2009, I I still have it. It's in my basement. It was like my most anticipated movie of the year, and I did not see it because it was just getting so shredded. Like everyone's like, "This is the fucking worst movie ever." Like this is the nail in the coffin for Megan Fox. Why? What the fuck are you talking about? Yeah, and how much of that... Well, okay, so there's a couple things that... This is what I wanted to kind of talk about. So, I get, let's talk about this before we get into the movie. So, <clears throat> in February 2008, the script leaks while they're shooting. And it is absolutely ripped apart by some random online bullshit thing that got sued. And then that caused a huge issue. Megan Fox also the same year that all of this is happening is the year where she's like, fuck Michael Bay. He's a fucking asshole. And like all that bullshit, that huge fall. And then she gets like basically blacklisted. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Weird shit is going on. Also, by the way, um, it's anniversary. It came out yesterday as we're recording this yeah. September 18th, which was kind of cool. Um, So the script comes out, it gets leaked. They get shredded. They sue people for putting it out there and blah, blah, blah. They talk about this in their interview together with entertainment tonight. And it is insane. The bullshit that these two had to deal with to like make this fucking movie like Megan Fox, like, I, I, I've never really cared for her as an actress or anything, but I also never really cared about her for that matter. You know what I mean? Just kind of like she's Megan Fox, like she's starlet, right? Like that, that was like the way I thought of it. Like who the fuck cares? Um, she was like, people fucking hated me. And I knew when I made this movie that people were going to shit all over it and that horror fans would be like, Oh, like she's not, you know, She's not one of us type of thing, which I do think yeah, like is not, a big portion. Not give it a chance before seeing it just because she was like a big Hollywood star. Right? Exactly. Exactly. And then for some reason, they talked about how they were criticized for making this movie together. This is the most insane thing. They talked about it and they were like, yeah, isn't that weird? And I was like, this makes no sense because they were both at the Juno premiere. And they were like, that's why Megan made the movie. I'm like, what, what the fuck would, does that even mean? <laughs> why would that not happen? <laughs> I don't know. It was so fucking weird. It was like one of the weirdest fucking things I'd ever. Isn't that, isn't that why every movie gets made? Like, isn't that somebody just networking? Someone? Right. <laughs> what? Like, what the fuck? And they were like, we didn't even talk that night. Like, Megan was like, I just went. Not that they even had to fucking justify it. But for some reason, that was like. This 2009 critique of Jennifer's body was like, these fucking assholes met on the red carpet of Juno. What? What does that fucking mean? <laughs> um, it's so fucking weird. And then the other weird part about this, and one of the reasons I think I did not see it at the time, was the studio. She makes this movie, and she, she's... This movie also... I like this movie. I don't think it's like, it's not flawless. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I wouldn't, yeah, it's not close to five stars, but I had a, 
a really good time with it. Same. I think the plot's good, and I think like I honestly thought the kills were fine for, the, I, for what it was. All of that was great. I, the one thing I so. I guess the one issue I had was like the horror comedy element because I don't think the comedy was like great. It's not very funny. It's, it's not, not very funny. funny. And, and you could have had some comedy in there and it worked, but I don't think the comedy was great in it. And that's well, it's whatever. That's neither here nor there. But what the studio saw was like they were like they didn't care about that. They were like, we are this is an R-rated movie. And we are going to, our target demo will be um, teenage boys. And and Diablo Cody was like, why? (laughs) Why would our target demo not be like horror fans or anything? And they were like, nope, boys just want to see Megan Fox. And Diablo Cody was like, even mentioned this in her interview where she said she was talking to the person in charge of marketing marketing this movie internationally trying to get this movie in the hands of the right people that want to see it. And she wrote this like long dissertation about how this movie actually isn't just like an eye candy movie and is, is a horror movie that like people will really enjoy if the, if we can get it into their, in front of them, you know, and the guy responded and she said, she saved the email and has it printed. The guy responded with Megan Fox hot. <laughs> That is a professional marketing person. That is his response of his marketing take on it. And <laughs> not, not even a full sentence. Not even a real word. Not even a real sentence. A fucking talking like a <laughs> Neanderthal. Uh, fucking unbelievable. And then she said that for test screenings, which determines what you edit and how you edit the movie and all that, they yeah. brought in only teenage boys and. Megan Fox said one of the cards that she saw just said needs more boobs and boobs was <laughs> boobs was spelled B E W B S. Megan Fox was like sick. Like this is going to go fucking super well. It's <laughs> a fucking bummer. And like this shit is fucking nuts. This is this shit. Like this movie is not bad at all. Again, I think the plot was great. I, I think the acting was really good. Um, I don't think it was just like an eye candy movie. Not and obviously, Megan Fox was gorgeous. Dude, she lost. She, she like fucking method acted. She she got down to ninety seven pounds to appear possessed. Like really? She, yeah, she get. I thought she was great in this movie. And the Hollywood market people are so fucking out of touch. Like yeah. If, I, boobs are great, right? But if somebody told me that J.K. Simmons looked like that in this movie, I would have been the first fucking person no. in my <laughs> J.K. Simmons was like a fucking maniac. I would be, I would have bought the ticket the opening night. For sure. I, I, dude, I'm so excited to talk about that. Look at J.K. Simmons with the fucking curliest, biggest head of hair I've ever seen. <laughs> He looks like Jerry Springer. He has a fucking hook for a hand. Obviously, if somebody pitched that to me in those exact words... That's all I need to hear. Like these Hollywood bozos know what the fuck they're talking about. No, no, and like, oh my god, it's so fucking weird. It's so fucking weird to even. And here's what also I think hurt it was a, like, like I I don't remember entirely, but I do feel like when I saw it, I was like, this is for like teenagers. Like this is like a teen kid thing. You know what I mean? Like I was like, this isn't going to be anything great. Like it's just going to be whatever. Megan Fox and it seems directed at kids. It shouldn't you know have what? been. It's R-rated. 
that that's a great point because because I'm thinking about when it came out. Like I think that was actually like the turnoff for me because I've seen movies, I've gone and seen movies that have bad reviews, and yeah. that doesn't mean shit. But like it was really just pushed. Like they fucked themselves because they wanted it to be for teenage boys. Like I was in my twenties when this came out, I would have one hundred percent gone and seen that. But like I kept hearing that it was for like preteens. Like I, yeah. I, that, just, that doesn't interest me, right? So they fucked themselves with that. Can, can you imagine trying? Th- you're a marketing director, and you're like, I'm going to take this movie that only eighteen year olds and over can see, and we're going to try and sell it to fourteen year olds. <laughs> Somebody in the room is like, "Great idea, fucking get this man a fucking raise." Fucking idiot. These guys get paid way more than we ever will. Like, they just go hard on this. Simple mathematics. (laughs) (laughs) Simple. And just go hard R on this and just let loose and make it a fucking horror movie, man. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, Jeff Bach, uh, he, I don't know what he works for. Exhibition Relations. Reason the film underperformed at the box office due to two reasons. The first, he said, is the genre. Box stated, the Americans get horror and comedy, but with the idea of of those two things together in one place, people suddenly get very dumb. The horror comedy genre is the toughest sell in Hollywood, he said. He noted films, Tremor, Slither, Shaun of the Dead, Eight-Legged Freaks, and the Evil Dead series. And said that while many of those are considered, <laughs> while many of those are considered critical and business successes, none of them brought in the make of bucks that a simple horror or comedy can. In addition, he labeled the Scream franchise as a more straight-up horror than comedy, and stated Zombieland's box office performance at the time would determine the horror comedy genre's current viability. Um, I get what he's saying, right? I don't think that they yeah. were even going for like horror comedy. I just don't think that the, I think they were going for like normal comic relief in a horror movie. I agree with that. Um, but it just didn't land. Oh, most of it honestly didn't fucking land. The The best joke in it was when the fucking, the team, I mean, I fucking hated this scene, but like when the teenagers are having sex and uh, <laughs> the guy's like, <laughs> fucking Amanda Seyfried is having like a fucking demonic vision. <laughs> And he's like, oh, oh, am I too big? <laughs> I thought that was like the greatest thing I've ever fucking heard in my life. <laughs> like literally seeing ghouls and ghosts. <laughs> and he's like, oh. Mount right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, oh, man, I'm fucking huge. <laughs> yeah. No, that's a good one. That's a great one. Like, Diablo Cody is a fucking amazing screenwriter. And she hasn't done like much after this, like I, a lot of TV and stuff. But um, and I mean, she's had her she's had her moments. I don't want to say hasn't done much, but um, definitely not not the trajectory fell off, and it was because of this fucking movie. And, and that's a fucking shame because it's a shame. It's a, it it deserves more love. Yeah, and even the director, um, her name is Karen Kusama. She did the fucking invitation, which I fucking loved, and that was a few years ago. Um, and just like kind of hasn't really been around um, at, before that or after that. So it's just a fucking bummer, man. And like Megan Fox, like they were, they called her career dead after this. I don't know. Yeah, very bizarre. 
very bizarre. Super bizarre. And the movie. You know, you know what's fucking bizarre <laughs> is that this movie is named after a Hole song, you know, the band Hole. Yeah. And then they played a song by the band Hole in the movie, but not the one that you know, the movie's named after. <laughs> you know what else is bizarre? What? OMC. Oh, <laughs> good one. Yeah. Thanks. They are. Thanks. Thanks. How bizarre. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> um, so stupid. It was fucking. Don't don't encourage. No, no, don't no, encourage. No, no, no. Solid, solid Um, the movie. Uh, oh, great cast, dude. Uh, you got Amanda Seyfried. I think that's how you say it. Seyfried, Seyfried. Uh, Seyfried sounds good to me. That's how I say. Megan Fox. Two years. After Transformers, this is the same years as Transformers 2. Um, Amanda Brody, Amy Sedaris is in it, J.K. Simmons. Is a- in Adam, it. Adam Brody, you said Amanda. Oh, I'm Adam sorry, Brody. Adam Brody, not, not from the OC. From the OC, who I just kind of like that guy. I don't know, man. Like, dude, he owns being a dickhead, right? Like, he just, like, bro, he has like the face to be a douchebag, and, and like, I think he knows that. He's like, just fucking put me in the movie and I'll, I'll do it. Cause I, I'm yeah, going to be that dickhead. I genuinely believe he's probably like a super cool fucking dude to hang out. I with. agree. He gives he gives off that vibe. He gives yeah. off that vibe. But when he plays a dickhead, he's so fucking good at it. Yes. I, I, I agree. I like him. Everything. That he's, even um, that movie that came out last year. Um, I know. Which was it? Ready or not. No, no. Oh, um, promising young woman. Yes, yes. He's only in it for like that opening scene, right? Yes. And he's such a fucking vile piece of shit. And I love seeing him as that role. He is so vile in this movie that I I had a trouble with his scenes. And like it turns out they're not even like what he what you're thinking he's doing isn't even what he's doing. <laughs> but you're like, oh, I fucking hate this guy so much. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He, he he nails that role. Like, I love when people make you want to hate them. Not not even not even the characters. Just make you want to hate them because they play that character so convincing. He's also done like he was in fucking yoga hosers. <laughs> like yeah, he's a genre fan. Yeah, <laughs> he picks he picks up like the weirdest fucking roles. What was his name in yoga? Oh, it, Ichabod. His name was fucking Ichabod. <laughs> <laughs> And I think you're also Brody, a piece of shit. Can that, you get Adam Brody on the show? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it doesn't seem that hard. I mean, he seems like <laughs> a really good guy, but also seems like he'll do just about whatever. I mean, we never we never get anybody on our show. <laughs> I feel like Adam Brody would be the perfect. I I agree. I think he'd be a lot of fun. He seems like a super nice guy, but he's in it. You got J.K. Simmons. You got a young Chris Pat Pratt. Chris Pratt, another OC alum. And you got Lance Henrik. Lance. Yes. That was so drunk. Lance Henriksen showing up randomly for one scene. Yes. Yes. Which I feel like was like a little uh, tip of the hat to uh, the genre. I don't know. Why would you hire Lance to do that? <laughs> he was just walking around shirtless looking for that pumpkin head. You know, and they were like, look at that big old piece of leather walking down the street. <laughs> that tanned hide walking down Watch. the street. Wandering around the fucking studio. <laughs> Hanging up, drying out in the rafters, being dehydrated <laughs> in the rafters. 
Oh my god, he looks great though in this movie. <laughs> fucking he does. Eleven years ago, but um, movie was shot in uh, two thousand eight. It was supposed to be shot in two thousand seven, but the writer strike stopped it. Remember the writer strike? That was mm, kind of crazy. I do. I do. Weird. Yeah, because remember that was like devastating TV shows. TV. TV. A lot, of, a lot of those TV shows were like at their height, and they're like, "Well, we don't have anyone to write our next season." So, and that's where all those fucking shitty fucking. Oh well, no, I shouldn't say shitty, but like those fucking absurd shows came from that's when they brought back um uh fucking gladiators american gladiators they brought back <laughs> that's like when wiped out and all those fucking shows came out because you don't need writers for <laughs> just throw a bunch of bozos out there and i'm like yeah here's some fuck you'll probably break your neck here good good, good luck yeah. sign the waiver and uh, yeah. best of luck <laughs> yeah best of luck uh, don't diarrhea. What was that most recent show that they were trying to do? It was like a giant water slide show, and the guy fucking diarrhea all over the side. <laughs> they shut down production and then canceled the whole show. <laughs> one guy had diarrhea, diarrhea in the pool, fucking ruined the whole show. <laughs> was it like the splash or something like that? It was like something like that, but they shut the whole fucking production down because some guy fucking diarrhea in it. Imagine, dude, because like some company put millions of dollars into it. And, and some guy fucking diarrheas and they're like, just I have the worst. I have, you, you know, damn well, I have like the worst gastro problems, perhaps of all time. How, do, how are you going to let you shit your pants? You have one, just load up on a modium before you do the show. Are you fucking kidding me, guy? Shit your pants on the one, on the one water side you have to go down on national TV. Speaking of, did you see that guy shit his pants at the uh, Steelers game today? No, no. <laughs> there's a, there's a, it's the most insane photo. There's a photo of him in the bathroom, but, but he has no pants. Like you just see his fucking ass because he's washing his pants in the sink because he shit them. Like, he has nothing else to wear. <laughs> what, dude? I'm so thankful COVID is, uh, I mean, it's still here, very much still here, but I'm so glad we're, we're hopefully approaching the tail end we're, of this. We're, we're back, we're back to normal. You see fucking people <laughs> shit their pants in public. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking the bathroom video shots from football games, of people <laughs> doing the most depraved <laughs> shit you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> God bless. Uh, so glad that's there. Um, all right. So. Uh, where do we start with this one? Um, Amanda Seyfried plays uh, Anita, who they they nickname Needy. Um, she's in a mental facility, if you will. I don't know what to call them. Um, and the movie is a whole flashback, uh, kind of-ish narrated by um, Needy. Uh, she really only narrates the beginning, and then kind of the movie just takes over. Uh, yep. Like it, I, I was already like, okay, like this. Format. I do, and, and that mental facility way better than the one in the new Halloween movie, <laughs> you know, is it, it way more realistic, but it had like the same like hopscotch outline that people had to stand there. Oh, did it? I was just about to make that joke that I was about to say, oh, you mean there wasn't a fucking chessboard where people were chained to no, rocks outside? Th- there was, but it was like how it should be, you know, like a boundary setter and not people just like hollering at the moon. (laughs) Michael, remember this (laughs) fucking nightmare. We're doing that for the new, for the show, right? The new movie, the new one. Yeah. Yeah, That's a, that's interesting. 
Um, the movie takes place in Devil's Kettle, which is named after a waterfall that falls into an endless fucking hole. Now, did you Google Devil's Kettle, Joe? I did not. It's fucking real. There's a fucking hole that no one knows where it fucking goes, Joe. (laughs) You throw something into it and it goes away. Someone knows. Someone fucking knows. You Google it. The first thing that comes up is, and this is only a couple years ago, scientists figure out mystery of devil's kettle. So I clicked it and I was like, of course it got figured out. It's 2021. Joe. They haven't fucking figured it out. It's a fucking theory. <laughs> it's a fucking theory. They still don't know. They're just like, well, we think it's it. everyone's settled. Because you know how scientists always try to take the piss out of cool shit. Uh, it's just them trying to take the piss out of Devil's Kettle. They're like, settle down. It uh, probably goes to the ocean. I'm really, I'm reading it out. It flows underground and then emerges somewhere under Lake Superior. But it's still a theory. They don't fully know that. Yeah. Yeah, it says it's his most common theory. Yes. So you don't fucking know. They have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) Joe, fucking most incredible thing I've ever read. And I'd also just read, I think it was something else we were watching. I don't. Oh, yeah, it was fucking malignant. That fucking underground city in Seattle. That's real shit, too. That's crazy. Joe, there's a city that burned down and and flooded and they were like, you know what? Let's just build on top of it. So they built <laughs> they built a street over it. Not even a street. It's more than a street. It's like uh like the center of town is built over another city. One story above the other city and they just left the other city down there. Man, the the fucking old days were the fucking best, man. They were just so fucking nuts. That's so the craziest shit I've ever heard. You know what? Fucking let's start over on top of this. <laughs> I love it. And they were the most see- superstitious people like they like <laughs> like in the old days. So it's not like they were like, you know what I mean? They had to have been like, this is going to be terrifying. Like, for sure. Yeah, ghost. yeah. Like, Indian burial ground. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm, I'm reading about Devil's Kettle right now. Fucking, everything involving water freaks me out. Me too. Me too. I'm not a water guy. But, like, dude, why is Devil's Kettle not the plot of, like, every fucking movie? Like, every horror movie should take place at Devil's Kettle. That's fucking terrifying. A, I agree. A pit that goes to nowhere? You ever hear of like lakes disappearing? Yes, it's nuts. That shit. That's just fucking crazy. Man. Yes, you just wake up one day and a big ass lake is gone. <laughs> you just have to live your life accepting that. <laughs> also, ghost towns are pretty crazy. Like, like the one that's in Alaska where it was like they were all miners, and it's it's all still there. It's all basically preserved, like perfectly. They all, all the workers lived in town. Have you ever seen this? Yeah. yeah. It's fucking insane, man. That shit blows my mind. Like that everyone got up at the same time. I was like, yeah, no, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> Just left the fucking city. Yeah. Maybe there's like a health breach or something. Yeah. Anyway, do we have a movie to talk about? We're 40 minutes. Yeah. Into fucking episode. <laughs> <laughs> I was just thinking that too. Talking about lakes disappearing. <laughs> You ever hear of a link disappearing? <laughs> <laughs> um, 
<laughs> anyway, Devil's Kettle's real blew my fucking mind. So we got Needy, um, her boyfriend Chip. These are our characters. And then you got Jennifer, played by Megan Fox. Chip is the most childish-looking human being I've ever seen. You don't know whether he's 6 or 12, but he's somewhere in that range. He's very young. He's very youthful-looking. Um, but they're all buddies-ish, kind of. Jennifer and Needy are really best friends. They've been best friends since they were childhood. Yep. Also, she's not a cheerleader. She motherfucking color guard, yo. She swing yes. swinging them flags. <laughs> <laughs> She also loves using the term salty for a way I've never heard it used once and probably never will again, which was to to tell somebody they're good looking. So she would be like, oh, that dude's so salty. <laughs> yeah, just that. The, the, the so, gross misunderstanding of what that word Yeah, so and appreciate you, Diablo Cody. You're tight. But like, no, nix that. Nix that line. Salty's not a fucking thing. And I feel like she kind of did that shit in Juno, too. I, I don't remember Juno entirely. There's a hamburger phone. <laughs> I just remember I re- watching it and being like, I don't think this person knows how teenagers talk. <laughs> and <laughs> and it might, that might be a true thing because uh, salty is not a thing. Anyway, Megan Fox wants to go to a bar to see a band. The Black Roses. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she wants to go see the Black Roses. Um, and now they're called what? Uh, low Shoulder? Low like Shoulder, that? yeah, something like that. The bar is filled with older men. Um, and then Chris Pratt, who looks like a baby. Also, Chris Pratt goes on he's, to... He's a police officer. But he's like, he's like in... Tra- so, okay, another alarming thing about this movie that made me like beyond uncomfortable was how clear their they were underage. They were very clearly underage. Not even yeah. like, and like Megan Fox was in her twenties when this was filmed. The other kids, definitely not like they were, they were, they all look like babies. Um, but the amount of interactions Megan Fox has, and I think that might be part of the point of this movie, but like, it was uncomfortable to watch was these older dudes <laughs> that were like into Megan Fox. Yeah, Chris Pratt's character did. Uh, I mean, I'm sure that was the point of it, but he's way older and very clearly having sexual relations with Megan Fox. So. Yeah, not good. Not a good thing. <laughs> not a good thing at all. And Adam Brody is, you know, fucking ancient compared to her, and just like, I mean, he probably isn't. Maybe he is. Yeah, I was just gonna say. It. <laughs> How old is he compared to? Wait, why does he look so much older than her? It's actually insane. Adam Brody. Um, Adam Brody is 41. And Megan Fox is a year below us. So, not that big of a difference. So, 35. Right? It's yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, um, Chris Pratt will go on to play, what's his name, in Parks and Rec the year after this. Oh wait, Andy was that his name? No, I'm not. Even, I'm sorry. It's months later he debuts in um and, as Andy in Parks and Rec, but doesn't he look young and small in this? And season one of Parks and Rec, he's like, I don't want to call him fat, but like, no, dude, dude, yes, he's he's husky. He's he's like Rec. the husky loser in Parks and Rec. 
because I remember when he was in the Marvel movie, I was like, oh my god, he got shredded. Right. But in this movie, he's you know, it it wouldn't be like that far of a leap. No, he's this, he's uh, the closest his to his Marvel physique in this movie than any other time. It, yeah, it, it, I'm so glad you said that. Cause I was thinking the same fucking thing. Like, I remember him because I, I remember like I, I distinctly remember being like, "Holy shit, this is the same guy!" Like in the Guardians, it's in Dark and Red. Right. It was crazy, and he even said how hard it was to like get get to that physique. But like, it, it clearly, I don't know. <laughs> it clearly wasn't because. <laughs> He, I, I'm just trying to figure out how his doctor must have had a talk with him because, <laughs> dude, like this is like, even if this was filmed in 2008, when was Parks and Rec filmed? Yeah, to debut in yeah. 2000. So like in a year, Chris Pratt put on all. Poor Chris Pratt. <laughs> like, his doctor must have been alarmed. My doctor, fucking asshole, uh, you know, gives me shit constantly about my goddamn fucking weight, hey, dude. <laughs> He hasn't seen me in two fucking years. Sorry. (laughs) Should we just talk about the movie? The guy hasn't seen me in two years. I've been through a pandemic in that time. And he's like, oh, you gained a couple pounds since I last saw you. Hey, buddy, I've actually lost 16 fucking pounds. So take it fucking easy on me. (laughs) Because I, you know, COVID weight, brother. And then he was like, yeah, I think people missing their steps uh, really affected that. I was like, all right, man, just, I don't give a fuck. Just leave me alone. <laughs> okay, hey, doctor. Fucking the worst. They're fucking worse. He's just Google. Anyway, so. Let's take my finger out my own ass. <laughs> I could get a look at a butcher by sticking my head up his ass. Uh, so. We over uh so Adam Brody's in town with his band the low shoulders. Um Megan wants to fuck this salty guy, even though he's much older than her. And we overhear Brody because she goes to get drinks for them, and Adam Brody is talking to his band members, and uh uh Needy is nearby so she can hear, and she hears Brody talking about how Jennifer's a virgin and how that's perfect. And Needy thinks they're talking about sex, but they're not. Right. Rightfully so. Yeah. Rightfully so. Uh, and then Jennifer comes up and is like, virgin, my butthole's not even a virgin. And you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great line. <laughs> um, do you know what she says is the most quote? I'll have you guess this. Do you know? What guess what the most quoted line is to Megan Fox? Like fans off the street coming up to her, being like, "I love that movie," and then they say a line. Do you know? Can you guess what the from line? From, from this movie? Yes, from this movie. I cannot tell me. It's the it smells like Thai food in here, <laughs> <laughs> which didn't even make a ton of sense to me. And maybe I'm an idiot, but but. I was like, uh, I don't, I've smelled Thai food. I don't think, I don't, I, <laughs> doesn't smell like sex to me. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. She says everyone approaches her and be, says that to her. So, um, so the band plays, uh, they're, they're, they're doing something to, to poor Jennifer. Jennifer's in a trance. Uh, but also, so is fucking needy because she starts watching the building burn down and doesn't say a fucking word to anyone. Just watches the fire just slowly <laughs> crawl up the rafters and fucking murder people. 
Great scene, by the way. Uh, it's actually pretty brutal watching a woman being trampled. And how far was this from the white? Oh, what was that fucking first thing? Um, um, great white, the great white tragedy in, in Rhode Island. Uh, that was, it must have been like 2003. So a couple of years have passed. But. Okay. So, but I mean, I mean, still enough for me. Yeah. 2003, it stuck out in my fucking head, you know, like, like I was like, fuck, that's kind of like brutal. Let's see. That's the only thing I thought of. Yeah. Like, terrible being in the club watch watching that happen. Yeah, and, and Diablo, I mean, not Diablo Cody, but the director, I mean, did a great job of, like, really not showing, I mean, it, you see people on fire, but it's not, like, gory on fire, it's, like, stuntman on fire, <laughs> like, people with their, like, 18 layers of clothes clearly on fire. Yeah, flailing their arms. Yeah, yeah flailing their arms and, like, running and jumping into a pool, but that... It was still nuts. Like to me, that scene was kind of crazy. Um, For sure. But Needy and Jennifer escaped through a bathroom. They escaped through the bathroom. Yeah. That disgusting bathroom, <laughs> which I wanted to ask you would you rather take a shit in that bathroom or the Eastern Connecticut, uh, the bar at Blarney's? Oh. This 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 one's bad, and I would do this one for sure. I would actually, <laughs> dude. And I I have been to CBGBs before it closed. I would rather shit at CBGBs than I, at Barney's bathroom. I've been there too, and I honestly think I agree, <laughs> dude. And that was like one of the most appalling things I'd ever seen in my life. That bathroom, you get a yeast infection walking in. But... <laughs> Yo, dude, you it. I remember walking in and being like, "This is not." Like, almost in my head being like, maybe this is, like, the fake punk bathroom, and maybe there's a still a real bathroom somewhere. <laughs> and that's what it seems like, right? Like, they're preserving it for a reason. Be like, at one yes. point in time, this is, like, the punk pavement. No, it's just literally that disgusting. Nobody's no. ever going to clean it. Out of your fucking bathrooms. <laughs> and not worry about cleaning it. Uh, just let it fucking rot. Just fucking <laughs> let it do what it do. Um... But yeah, no, they escape, and uh, Adam Brody, um, super fucking creep, approaches them outside, but it like as if nothing had happened, right? And it's like, oh, right, on fire. <laughs> <laughs> There's little people screaming on fire behind him, and he's like, "Would you like a drink, Jennifer?" <laughs> and the hands are hands are a drink. Uh, it was appalling and gross, and he's like, "Get in the van, like just come in the van with us," and she does. And, um, that's a sad scene. Like there's, there's some scenes, like, I don't want to say like they were like emotional, but like, you're just like, they, they, they let you feel things, which you don't always feel in a movie. Like that one was like, oh, that's not good. Like there's very rarely in a horror movie where you're like, something really bad is going to happen here. And you actually like feel it in your gut. (laughs) Like, and this was one of them. So, you know, yeah, it works. Uh, Needy goes home, calls her boyfriend, who's like, fuck Jennifer, which is kind of a weird approach. Uh, then a ring, then a ring at the doorbell. Needy goes downstairs. Tense few scenes of fucking nothing happening. <laughs> and then Jennifer is in the fucking house covered in blood. Yes. What'd you think of that? I liked it, and I liked even more so uh, the bile that she just constantly spitting up and no. spewing all over shit. Like, dude, uh, I was 
just not what you're expecting out of this movie based on the way they fucking marketed it, right? Like, right, right. You could have marketed this as pure horror and everyone would have seen it, I feel like. I feel like everybody would have come out for it. Like, dude, if you put that in the fucking trailer, like her fucking vomiting black shit the, all the, over someone. There was no reason to believe that Megan Fox would, would be doing that, right? No. Like, at any point in time. No. Dude, even the cover of the fucking movie is, like, the most fucking generic high school bullshit. It's like, <laughs> it's just a close-up of Jennifer, who... I mean, she is the star, but like Amanda's Amanda Seyfried's the fucking hero. Jennifer's body. I got to pull it up because isn't she just yep. like sitting on a fucking desk? Like, <laughs> I guess it depends which one. I feel like the first one was a white. Yeah, she's she's sitting on like a. Um, yeah, she is sitting on a desk. It was like a hand sticking. And the tagline was, it's- she's evil and not just high school evil. What the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> and the, bat, the the blackboard has hell yes written behind it. Yeah, this is why <laughs> we didn't see it, Joe. This is insane. <laughs> Who the fuck would see this? This looks like shit. <laughs> why, would it, why would it say hell yes? Everyone, dude, after the fire scene, the entire school is in mourning. Like, J.K. Simmons, like, a month passes, J.K. Simmons is like, it's been a month since this horrible tragedy. Like, everyone's depressed and, like, the town's on edge. It's not like a coming of age movie or like anything. Like not that. at all. Not at all. <laughs> also, dude, I can't wait to talk about fucking J.K. Simmons. His <laughs> he's the fucking king of this movie, man. He cracks me up. He he had the best comic delivery of anyone in this movie. Um by the way, Amanda Seafried is the same age as us, so um okay. just just throwing that out there. Um so jk simmons is the fucking best his delivery is so fucking silly um does that oh so she's in the house she's covered in blood and she starts smiling with fucking bloody teeth fucking terrifying yeah fucking terrifying and needy's like hey uh are you okay which obviously she's not that's probably not what you should be (laughs) asking you should probably just call 911 she tries eating chicken and then screams like a devil scream and then vomits black but blood, which was like kind of like symbiotic, right? Like there was like it was like turned prickly, like it had spikes <laughs> coming out of it. It was crazy. Um and then the next day we cut to the next day at school and Amanda's like, uh, are, are you fucking okay? And Jennifer's like, What the, yeah, what what are you, an asshole? <laughs> and uh, fucking needy's like hey well i'm not an asshole because like you fucking vomited fucking black shit all over my kitchen i spent all night cleaning it up and jennifer's like you're a fucking idiot <laughs> and you're like oh things have changed and then we meet jk simmons with his insane wig <laughs> absolutely insane uh, hall of fame hall of fame wig yo and i don't even think in this scene i realized he had a hook for a hand but <laughs> when that shows up in the next scene when I saw him, I was like, what? The, are you kidding me? What is that? Why is this character? <laughs> Why is this the most elaborate character? And like, we don't know anything about him. For somebody who's like, he has like, what, five minutes of total screen time? Yeah. To give him like that element. It's so funny. Like to be like, JK, we know we're only going to film you for uh, five minutes, but. 
we need you to wear this fucking wig and hook for her. <laughs> oh my god. And it's not like J.K. Simmons doesn't look like a fucking teacher normally. Like <laughs> he looks fine. He looks perfectly he, like a teacher. Commissioner Jordan or Jordan. Commissioner Gordon, J.K. Simmons would be perfectly fine. Be a yes. Super ripped, super yoked, fucking. She <laughs> <laughs> worked out for Jennifer's body. Every role, he's actually just fucking huge, and he just says it's for every role. <laughs> um, this leads us to our first real Jennifer kill. Um, she goes outside and sees a football player who is in mourning, um, because his friend was killed in the fire. Uh, Jennifer manipulates him by being like, hey, you know what your best friend's last words were? <laughs> and he's like, he's like crying. He's like, what? She's like, that we would make a banging couple. <laughs> and the guy's like, uh, he said banging, huh? <laughs> Legitimately, that would probably work for me. <laughs> so I, have, I have a comment in here. Fuck, I, I got to wait to find it because I was like, what it was very similar it was it was in that it was in that vein um <laughs> fuck i gotta wait till we get there my fucking notes shit i'm so i'm so sad but it's it's coming it must be coming up because i i have a note that's very similar about that um she brings them into the woods to to make love they get surrounded by animals. The animals, yeah. Like woodland critter Christmas shit. Fucking. I, I love it. That, that was my thought too. Woodland critter Christmas. Like it made me feel uneasy. Like I don't know what it is about wood, like wood animals like that. Like in, I don't like the movie Antichrist. I thought it was too weird for me. Yeah. But like the deers that that appear, like it just kind of makes me uneasy. I don't know what it is. So first of all, let me just tell you this. I fucking hate woodland critters. They're fucking, I hate them all. They scare the shit out of me. All of them. All, every single one you can name. I don't want to see them. They're fucking disturbing. Seeing, there's something about these innocent animals. Like the, because this is more than just deer. Right. This is like. All of them. This is like chipmunks and squirrels and like fucking raccoons and they're all just hanging out like the sweet ones right and that right. is so unsettling to see them it's like, so uneasy yeah hanging out with like the fucking devil <laughs> like well, that, that is that, the great pairing i was we were talking about this earlier and on our patreon before we were recording like i posted that video of the, the goat walking on the hind legs oh and then this is the most terrifying part about that to me well, that's not true. The most terrifying part is the fucking goat walking on its hind legs to be a human. But but the, the chicken is just fucking following it, like walking right behind it. Like it knows what it's doing. These fucking things are in cahoots. Like that, that's the shit makes me uneasy. <laughs> I agree completely. You fucking kill all the animals is what, what my point. <laughs> JK, JK. Anyway. Jennifer's about to undress, but instead unhinges her jaw and eats him. Great effects on the jaw. Yeah. Loved it. Loved it. Um, I also love that J.K. Simmons is going to his car and hears the screams out in the woods. Look, fucking bloody murder screams. And he's like, scream it out, kids. <laughs> he's like, 
<laughs> like thinking that they're like in mourning and just screaming. <laughs> and he's actually more turned off by the set that the fact that the screaming ends. And he's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. So he, he actually does go to check, which like props to breaking that trope. And he actually does check and find the fucking dead body of the football. This with a deer eating it. Which then leads to the least unfunny joke of all time by that fucking M-O-O-N guy from Coach. Fucking, what's that actor's fucking name? <laughs> M-O-O-N, that spells moon. Yeah, and he was in Coach. He was fucking, what was his name in Coach? It was like Lars. Coach, if you if you Google Coach, it goes to the Coach fucking the 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 designer company paul's probably so mad and his name is even more unpronounceable and i know that paul definitely knows how to say it and is probably so mad you're, you're talking about the tv show coach. yeah bill Fazerbaki. Fazerbaki. i don't know how to say his name he played dog. i don't know how you know sony uh, like coach Joe, Coach is one of the greatest sitcoms. <laughs> Nobody watched Coach. Joe, I watched every fucking Gina. episode of <laughs> you, Coach. Are you, you, you and Gina. Big Jerry Van Dyke fans. Uh, Jerry Van Dyke is fucking unbelievably funny in that show. That's not even... Uh, dude, Craig T. Nelson, Jerry Van Dyke is his assistant coach. Dude, that, that show... I'm just saying, it probably still holds up. <laughs> I mean, nothing happened in it. So. Well, uh, Joe, if fucking nonstop laughs happened in it, that's what happened in it. <laughs> anyway, this guy's the dad of the kid that just got killed, and he makes a hundred jokes about fucking testicles that are just like <laughs> un- un- completely unfunny. Being like, "I'll grab you by the nuts and cut them off." <laughs> You're like, uh, "All right." Um. <laughs> <laughs> back to Jennifer who is now kind of learning about her god powers because she's burning her tongue with a lighter which is a, a lighter yeah. sick scene I liked that um, what I liked less was asking Needy if her boyfriend packed some <laughs> this is an exact quote pubic inches pubic inches <laughs> is that how the kids talk pubic inches how many pubic inches you got? <laughs> Meanwhile, while all of this is happening, uh, the band is trying to take credit for saving people. Yes. Well, also, and they are. They're they're succeeding. Yes, they're succeeding, and they're also giving three percent of their <laughs> the royalties of their new single to the town, which I got a kick out of because like that you hear that shit constantly. They're like, we're giving. Yeah. 2% of all profit. What? What the fuck? <laughs> you fucking kidding me? 3%? Um, which Amanda is also uh, needy, I should say, is also super pissed about. Um, now, question. What pissed you off more? <laughs> the next, this idiot kid that's singing the Screeching Weasels. Uh, screeching Weasels song. <laughs> I can see clearly now. <laughs> By the screeching weasels, or the fucking needy and her boyfriend getting naked and feeling each other up and fucking on film. The most disgusting teen bodies I've ever seen. I just wanted to fucking vomit. 
or or yeah. that kid that kid singing I can see clearly now by by the screen. No, no, dude, Sean, Sean, I'm so because I didn't think any of this movie because I watched it last night after or being out all day. Um, Screeching Weasel scene it was implanted in my brain. <laughs> I can't believe they put those fucking guys doing this cover song in here. And yes, yeah, so it's that scene that pissed me off. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the other one pissed me off a lot, but that one is oh, brutal. That, dude, well, their sex scene was the most. <laughs> I guess it's pretty realistic. That, yes, agreed. To be young, because it was the most vanilla fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. It's just like, I don't want to see fucking teenagers doing that shit, man. Like, fucking, I know it's part of life, but like, fucking, god damn it. Ugh, fucking disgusting. But, you're right, it was the most awkward, <laughs> weird, the most awkward, weird sex scene, and also so much more offensive <laughs> that this kid was singing that fucking song. Like, <laughs> I'm so glad you know, you noticed that. Also, that kid is like supposed to be like cure, like the cure level goth. <laughs> All he has is a lip ring, right? <laughs> right, and he's like, like you think this kid's listening to fucking Susu? Is that how you say it, Susu? I don't even know how you say it. Su- Susie and the Banshees. Yeah. <laughs> Some Bauhaus. <laughs> fucking. You'd think that's what this kid's listening to, and then you see him and it's cut to his car, and he's fucking screaming, fucking screeching weasels covering, I can see clearly now. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking idiot. And he's going out because um, Jennifer, like, seduced him and was like, meet me at this house. Meet me. No, I shouldn't say that. Meet me at my house. He pulls up to an abandoned house and is like, uh, this might be it. <laughs> Enters. There's no there's no walls. There's no fucking anything. That whole neighborhood is like that. And he's it, when he see finally sees Jennifer in there, he's like, oh, this isn't your house, is it? <laughs> but oh, this is where I, my question came in. I got it right here. At your most desperate, horny teenage years, would you enter that house? <laughs> Now, a thousand, a thousand percent. Yes. Are you kidding me? And remember, wait before you, before you, before your final answer. Remember, kids are being eviscerated in this town lately by uh, that what they think is like a killer on the loose. Which I mean, I guess is true. But they think there's a man on the loose eviscerating young boys. Would you enter this abandoned house? I wouldn't even think twice. Not even a second thought, Joe. <laughs> wouldn't even think twice. If I were in high school and somebody that looked like Megan Fox was like, meet me here, I would do whatever, whatever it took, whatever it fucking took. Dude, there's been so many times. uh, (laughs) Carry on. Here, I'll say it for you, Joe. I, I would, I would have still entered the house if the person looked like 1% of Megan Fox. If, if the person looked nothing like Megan Fox, the opposite end of the spectrum, I'd still enter that fucking house. For, for, no, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. There, for there a smooch. Would be, I would even do it for a smooch. Just a smooch. There would be no situation that I would turn that down. Um... <laughs> Also, Jennifer has set up a lovely romantic uh, moment for them with uh, candles and Akon playing in the background. (laughs) 
that song. What is that song? I want to fuck you. Is, yeah. that, is that the words? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's it. The kid was like, oh, I wish this was the screeching weasels. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then Megan says, and again, this goes to Diablo Cody's writing. I, I'm, she's not great. Anyway, she's not bad, but some of the shit she makes teenagers say is just like brutal. She says either one of these, I could not figure out. She either says to this boy, you give me such a Woody. Okay. Or the only other option is you give me such a (laughs) Weddy. I mean, that makes sense. I don't know which one it is. I don't know which one's more upsetting. To me, fucking <laughs> <laughs> <get> a Weddy. <laughs> Yo, first of all, br- Weddy is upsetting, but like I'm also all on board with Weddy, br- dude. I, I I think it should be used from here on out. Exactly, women around the globe. We need to start implementing like that, that dude gave me such a fucking Weddy. <laughs> <laughs> I might start saying it just because it's fun. <laughs> Oh my god! Meanwhile, Needy is watching her boyfriend put on a condom like it's the most fascinating thing she's ever seen. Fucking she, the way that she's acting in that scene is like the hardest she's acting in the entire movie. Really, <laughs> fucking <really>. incredible. <laughs> now act like <laughs> act like you're uh, like I don't even know what they would have prompted her. Like uh, more facial expression because she's her eyebrows are like. Whoa. <laughs> Also, if somebody was looking at me put on a con, I'd be like, can you please not? Like, she's lifting up the covers and staring. I'd be like, can you do not do that? Like, <laughs> don't look at it while it's getting dressed. Like, what are you doing? It's rude. Anyway. Yeah, man. Also, I'm taking way too long for that. You know, the kids, I mean, the scene is seconds, but it's that's still too long. It takes. Yeah, I'll do the it's not, it, I mean, yeah, it's seconds, but it's like it, it's 30 seconds of her staring at Way too long. Yeah, no, I'm it's... Yeah. Roll it on. Yeah, it, <laughs> Maybe that's what her face is. She's like, this kid doesn't know how to put on a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> that, that would make more sense. <laughs> it's not interest. It's more like alarming. Like, what oh, my I, God. What am I guy, getting myself into? <laughs> yeah, this guy has no idea what he's doing. <laughs> This is terrifying. I'm now terrified. I thought I was in good hands. I'm not. not. Uh, back at the other house, Jennifer murders uh, that boy. I forget his name. Clinton. Cliff something. Also snaps his fucking hands in half. It was amazing. Yeah. Th- yeah, that was great. Not as good as the best scene in the movie, which is Jennifer scooping his blood out like soup with her cupped hands <laughs> like like a like a caveman at a river drinking water doing this in this boy's stomach just pulling yeah. out the blood and drinking it yeah vile fucking that was fucking the dopest shit <laughs> that was crazy that was crazy that was on some malignant shit you know what i'm saying <laughs> malignant's the check standard out Patri- check out our patreon I fucking love it. Uh, anyway, 
Uh, <laughs> Don't check out our Patreon. There's the summary. Needy, um, needy, <laughs> needy gets upset. Like I mentioned earlier, she starts seeing visions while having sex with this kid. So she runs away, drives home, finds fucking Jennifer crawling out of the woods like an animal. Um, drives another direction and fucking Jennifer stomps on her goddamn windshield for no reason. <laughs> Who's going to pay that fucking deductible Jennifer and Amanda ends up going home and Jennifer is at her house and back to normal and acting like nothing is wrong. And then they start right. making out. Yes. Now here's yeah. a question. This was this was uh, criticized. This scene was criticized by people, um, saying yeah. it was a promotional stunt. Um, having having them make out in this scene, um, both of them said they were pretty uncomfortable with it. Um, they were both young. Amanda Seyfried was like, "Dude, I never kissed a woman. I was laughing the entire time. It was like the hardest thing that I've ever had to do." Um, what do you think it was unnecessary? What were your thoughts on that scene? I was pretty indifferent to it. I didn't really give it any thought. I mean, they, they had like chemistry, so I didn't think it was like, like, you know, they go way back and like, they're right. exploring themselves sexually. I, I mean, honestly, I, I didn't think much of it at all. I didn't think anything of it either. I, I think anyone that thought that that was fucking controversial should be fucking strong up <laughs> especially in 2009 what are you talking about uh the one <laughs> the one thing that did bother me was the fucking revolting close-up of their tongues which yeah i don't care whose fucking tongue it is <laughs> i don't want to see two fucking tongues smashing against each like other in, like, uh, like, like in uh like like in movie when, oh. <laughs> yes. when they screw that is in their fitness <laughs> Did you have you watched not another teen movie recently yet? No, no, no. You're catching we, up we all. <laughs> Sorry, well, we're doing all of them. So, so we did uh, ten things I hate about you issues, all that, and then we're gonna do Varsity Blues, Cruel Intentions, and uh, um, the American Pie movies. And then you're gonna watch the all the American Pie movies. Well, not not like the Bandcamp ones, but like the first three. Sure, that's insane. Um. So I recently, I recently reconnected, um, with, uh, my first girlfriend ever from high school. Uh, she's great. Uh, and we're good friends and we, we recently reconnected and we've been talking. So I was talking to my mom about that and she was like, Hey, do you remember when I took you guys to see American pie in the theater? Cause we couldn't get in. And I was like, Oh no, I don't remember that at all. And she was like, it was the most horrifying shit that I have ever had to deal with with you. Like she was like, I was so fucking embarrassed. Yeah. She she was like, I was so fucking embarrassed. But that movie was such a fucking uh like I don't want I don't know what the word to say is. It was it was it became like instant pop culture as soon as it came out. You know what I mean? Like you had to see it. Yeah. You can quote it before you saw it. A hundred percent. It was insane. It was insane, but it was way more insane to see in person. And your mom was sitting behind you. It was a fucking disaster. She was like, she was not thrilled. And clearly to this day is still not like thrilled about it. But like, I'm fucking, I shouldn't be the one that has to do the homework. I'm an idiot teenager. Like, I just want to go see whatever you should have read about it. Mom (laughs) fucking told me. No. (laughs) 
<laughs> Absolutely not. You fucking maniac. Anyway, we get a flashback to what happened with Jennifer and the band now. Yeah. Um, after which, I, uh, <laughs> which I want to ask you, which I, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, which yeah. You would have just explained it anyways. What <laughs> What's more ridiculous, the Screeching Weasel song or them sacrificing a version to Satan while singing Kami Two-Tone? <laughs> yeah. It's absolutely 8675309. I've never seen a more ridiculous scene in my fucking life. Of all things to like chant or sing, that's that's the song you do to sacrifice a virgin. I fucking loved it. I honestly loved it. (laughs) And dude, they fucking (laughs) they start singing it right before they sacrifice her, and you're like, okay, like they're just doing this because they're like having like a weird moment, like Adam Brody, like start singing it right like and it's kind of like silly and you're like oh okay he'll stop singing it as she's fading out bleeding out dying they continue <laughs> to sing it they continue to sing it because her, name, her name's Jenny right, so right. sure fine I, like if you wanted to like do it like you said like Adam singing it at first you'd be like okay these are just eight kids like they don't know what they're doing right <laughs> but as, as she's bleeding out singing the eight six seven five three oh nine part and like perfect harmony. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> it was one of the craziest things, man. Um and and they, they kill Jennifer and they leave her out there to die. Um Do you think anyone has tried to throw a body into that fucking chopped up body into that fucking devil's For kept- sure, dude. For sure. I, I tried to look it up, but no but they can't you know, they well, don't how would they know? How, how would they, they know? How they fucking know? Joe. Jesus fucking Christ. There's a will, there's a way, man. You can't be the only person that have ever thought of that. This, somebody somebody had to have done it. This is fucking groundbreaking. We need to <laughs> We need to know more about the devil's kettle. Throw Paul in. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. That would be fucking amazing. And I'm also surprised that the Devil's Kettle wasn't. I thought for sure because like they they hype up the Devil's Kettle at the beginning of the movie. I thought that was going to be kind of the reason that Jennifer. Yeah, a plot device. It's not at all. Well, I should, well, no, it's definitely not a plot device, but it kind of comes into play later. Yeah, downplaying the whole thing though, unfortunately. Anyway, Jennifer also reveals she ate the foreign exchange student who they thought burned up in the fire. (laughs) She ate that boy. And that's when she learned that drinking blood gives her powers. She, she can heal herself. She, she has no issues. However, when she gets hungry, we got problems. She can be defeated as we learn through needy's research she can be defeated when she's hungry and she acts nutty when she's hungry. But when she's full, she's uh, kind of back to normal. As is life, right? Yeah. That's how I am. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's it. We get a funeral scene, which I, I don't even know what this scene was supposed to be or if it was supposed to be comic relief. But those goth kids that were like mourning him and then the parents yelling at him was the biggest waste of time I've ever experienced in a movie. Um, Needy breaks up with her boyfriend. Um, and it looks like the, the, the formal is going to be the stage for our big finale here. Cause they're all going to the formal, 
but Needy has broken it off with Chip, Chipper. Ch- Chipper. Yeah. And Jennifer is hungry. Her hair's falling out. She looks like shit. So she's got to eat. They all go to the formal. Um, except Jennifer gets Chipper out in the woods. Kind of, kind of fibs to him a little bit. A little bit of fib in there. Just saying that, you know, um, Needy. I don't even know what she's. Oh, Needy was banging the goth guy. Mm-hmm. And this leads to Chip hooking up with Jennifer and following her to a uh, a pool, which we'll come to later. Um, meanwhile, Adam Brody and the band are back and totally glammed out, <laughs> totally fucking sellouts. And they're back at the school <laughs> performing their hit number one single um, for the for the formal. Yeah, now, they sold their souls. They got the success. Yeah. Uh, they're doing it for like uh, a charity, like a, a, a memorial for the yep. kids that died. Yeah. Now, eh, Needy during the performance is like fucking chip. Like she has like a vision. Is that because she kissed the finger prick on the playground? I feel like, because why is Maybe? she having visions? I think that's what it's supposed to be. Like she has some type of connection with Jennifer. Because we saw a flash, a random flashback where Jennifer cut her hand and um, Needy like kissed kissed it. But Jennifer didn't have her powers. No, I mean, listen. <laughs> <laughs> this I, I honestly don't know. I don't know. Somebody but knows. Needy Somebody has knows. visions. I think that's probably what it is. It's, it's fantasy. You can do whatever you want. I didn't think twice about it. I just accepted. I mean, it, yeah. we didn't even, we didn't even, we don't even know why Jennifer's still alive. <laughs> why is Jennifer still alive? Oh, because she wasn't really a virgin. She explains that at the end. Oh, I was just about to guess that. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I was about to be like, why didn't that ever come you know, to play? Because, because, um, what's your name? Needy, Needy goes to the school library, which for some reason has like the most ancient books on. Big, possession biggest occult paranormal activity biggest yeah. occult section of all time <laughs> in the high school library but yeah they find out um because she, she was a, i thought jennifer's body was, i thought she was a vampire she's actually a succubus yes which, which i thought was cool uh, yeah man but um she's a fucking demon yeah yeah um <laughs> she wasn't actually a virgin so she's just permanently possessed by the demon yeah by Satan or whoever it was. Why does why does um why does Kodak Black say demon semen in his in his songs? Have you seen what he looks like? <laughs> Not very intelligent. I'm a demon semen. <laughs> I, I love the line. I just never understood it. Anyway, that's that's all I got there. Hey, um, she's going to save her man. Needy's on the run. She runs. Meanwhile, Jennifer and Chip are in this fucking abandoned pool building. This doesn't exist anywhere. But Jennifer pushes him in, tries drowning him, and then Needy shows up to save the day. Yes. Which is crazy because Jennifer was literally just eating her boyfriend and then instead of, you know, getting into a physical fight, they have like a spar, they have like a yo mama <laughs> fucking routine 
where it's like it's just like a sparring of words it's like the most insane thing <laughs> fucking going from like heightened violence to being like yeah you big dumb dumb like, oh yeah well you're the real stupid idiot <laughs> and all this while all of this is happening fucking chip's the only one that's like i gotta fucking do something and stabs her with a somehow sharpened pool net a pool, a pool net with a spike at the end <laughs> thank god thank god they make them like that <laughs> and you think that might be the end but then jennifer pulls it out and is like all right i gotta go <laughs> just fucking leaves through a window <laughs> leaves and then chip dies <laughs> and chip dies that was like my favorite thing i was like wait i was like oh they killed jennifer chip will live nope jennifer pulls it out and is like Ugh, i gotta go and she fucking bounces <laughs> No one even st- tries to stop her. She's just like, meh. And then Chip fucking passes. R.I.P. Chip. <laughs> and now we're back to the beginning of the movie, which we saw um, Needy walking by her window while she was laying there. And she mentioned Jennifer looks like shit. And she was like, Jennifer doesn't always look like that. Um, but she does right now. She Needy jumps through the window like fucking a superhero flies through the window and begins the fight scene with uh Jennifer which includes levitation which is dope and then yep. she uh rips off her BFF necklace which I don't know what that does but uh she stopped floating <laughs> yeah I didn't I don't know why yeah, I mean it's at this point who cares but needy <laughs> stabs her in the heart with a fucking uh, razor. What do you call those? Razor blade? Is that called a razor blade? It's not like a razor blade. It's a, one of those. Uh, it's, it was a uh, box utility opener. knife. Box. Yeah, yeah. Utility knife. Box opener. Stabs her in the heart with it. And Jennifer looks at her and goes, <laughs> "My tit," <laughs> which was amazing. And an even more, little more amazing line from uh, Needy, which she says, "No, it was your heart," which. Brings the whole movie full circle. Um, cool scene. Um, and we're left with Amanda, uh, needy back in her cell at the prison where she reveals that because Jennifer bit her, she now has demon abilities. Yeah. She has strength. Including levitation and, you know, just fucking walking out of the jail. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad you said that. That scene was like, why was she there in the first place? Why was she waiting this entire time? Because, like, they know who she is. Like, she she talks about how they have a chart for her where she kicks people. Like, you probably should have just walked out earlier. And if you were wondering where Lance comes in, uh, Lance picks up a wandering, a wandering needy on the road. Um, and he's like, where are you going? And she's like, I'm following a rock band. Tonight's their last show. And that's the end of the movie-ish. Kind of, yeah. The whole credit sequence is... Um, Showing and now we should also mention the reason the band sacrificed Jennifer was because it was going to make them successful. A real monkey's paw type of situation here, you know, where 
you know, you do this and you'll get whatever you want. And they wanted to be successful. So that's why they got the record deal. That's why the song became a hit. That's why they were hailed as heroes was because they had sacrificed Jennifer. Monkey Paw Switcheroony is we watch them being famous. And then we also see Needy extract revenge on the entire fucking band, murdering them in their hotel room. Loved it. I, lo- I love that ending. Yeah, it was awesome. It was awesome. Because those guys had such a comeuppance, and you just, you almost forgot about them for a period, because it's just Jennifer and Needy, really, is who you're focusing on. And it was yeah. so nice to see those guys get got at the end. Yeah, and, and you see it, and you see their bodies afterwards, and I love that she's walking down while all the fans oh, are rushing yeah, towards yeah. the room, and you just hear all the fans start screaming. I, I honestly loved it. Yeah, it was fucking tight. She, she's got a good look. Um, I, I thought I thought she was awesome in this. Um, and that's Jennifer's body, man. Do you recommend it? I we usually do that at the beginning. I do. I do. I do. Absolutely. Do we? I thought we always do it at the end. No, we always do it at the beginning. How about that? <laughs> well, yes, I do. <laughs> uh i absolutely recommend it great movie um and again like i think if you're coming at it not from like a critical standpoint you're probably not worried about like the jokes and the yucks but like when you start like looking into it and you're like oh horror comedy and then you find out where those jokes were supposed to land you're like kind of yikes but overall like fucking great and should not have been discredited at all at all at all at all and and that et interview again guys check it out after you watch the movie um cody diablo and megan fox man it was like fucking it was like fucking hard like both of them never wanted to talk about this movie again and then basically fans rejuvenated it and now like both of them are like it's my favorite movie that i've ever done megan fox still says it's the (laughs) best movie she's ever done um and diablo what's that it's good. I'm I'm with them. Yeah, it, it was fucking fucking phenomenal. And just like these fucking idiots in Hollywood are just fucking fuck up a wet dream. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. Um, that's all I've got for this one. We've got the live show on Saturday, so tune in, which means no show on Sunday. Um, do you have anything else to chat about, Joe? No, sir. All right. Well, um, Facebook.com slash I hate horror. I hate horror.com. You can get your tickets there. You can donate to us at Patreon.com slash I hate horror. If you're a Patreon uh, Mangle Expert tier member, you will get into the live shows for free. Um, the other ones do get discounts, though. So that's that's a, that's a tight. Um, and then if you need to buy tickets, I hate horror.com. Um, I don't know. Did I say Instagram.com slash I hate horror? I don't know. You did now. I did now. Joe, where can they find you? Instagram, Boognish1985. Awesome. Thank you all so much. Thank you to Joe for doing the show with me. And that's all I've got. So, guys, <laughs> I forgot what I, how I end the show. Hey, uh, for Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. I die, 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 I